Hi, welcome to a poem prose a day, where I'll read a piece of poem or a short prose which I love, and hopefully it'll spark a thought, a prompt, a conversation, or find something within it in these few verses as we stay afloat during the stay home period together. Just Like Mama by Amalina I have never loved flowers when I was growing up, unlike Mama. She loved them, real and fresh, fake and plastic. Roses were her favorite. Our home were filled with red ones, yellow ones, blue ones, pink ones. On the floor, on the ceiling, hanging and crawling, in pots, tins, and glass vases. If you knew Mama, you'd know how much she loved flowers. But I never loved flowers. One time, she created a garden made entirely of fake flowers for Hari Raya, as if it came straight out of Country Home magazine, completed with the classic white picket fences. The year after that, she hung flowers on top of the pillars. Then the year after that, she arranged them in watering cans, daisies, lilacs, orchids, sunflowers, tulips, and of course roses. There were always roses. Like I said, Mama loved her flowers, but not me. I never loved flowers. A year after she died, I applied to work part-time with a florist. I told them I loved flowers during the interview. Maybe I wanted to know why Mama loved them so much, to see them like how she saw them. Maybe I wanted to become just like her. Maybe I was just trying to keep her alive. I began to appreciate every leaf, petal, stalk, and color of every flower I worked with, and I grew to love them. Not just because I love Mama, but because I understood what she saw in them. Flowers are delicate, elegant, gentle in their own ways, and yet they are so tough at the same time. After going through every difficult situation, they bloom calmly and beautifully when the time comes. She isn't here anymore, but flowers are, and they remind me every day what I can grow to be. Like Mama, I visited her grave a few weeks ago. There were flowers growing all over her grave. She would have loved it. Mama always loved flowers. And so do I. Midnight by Ashraf Mustafa The clock struck midnight, and bells rang out as you belted out your first screams. Your bright wheels filled the room like birds of paradise. You were my paradise, and as I held you in my arms, I knew then that my heart had already belonged to you. I knew then that I would scorch my feet to keep you off the burning sand. I knew then my world had been handed to me. One, the first chime coincided with your first words. Mama, you said, light as a feather, yet heavy on my shoulders. Tears welled in my eyes, and your father laughed. He lost the bet, but that didn't matter anymore. A grin was etched on your mouth as jewel edged towards your chin. That didn't matter anymore. Afterwards came your first steps, and afterwards came your first fall, and my hands would always be there to set you straight. The clock struck three, watching you stand to your father's right, water still dripping from your arms, cooled my eyes. You waited expectantly for him to begin. Allahu Akbar, he would say, God is most great. You raised your hands and moved as he did, following his every action. I couldn't help but fall deeper in love. The clock struck seven, like the sun rising from the east, it dawned upon me that the horizon was what you wanted, the lilac sky between your fingers, the yellow orb in your pocket. You wanted to taste the clouds with your own mouth. 
you were at the brink of youth, the edge of glory, and a single leap bring you towards greater heights, bring you nearer to treasures you could never imagine. The world was your oyster, and you were ready to have your fill, and I vowed to bring you there. Noon, watching you stand facing your father, throat parched by the rage you had to swallow, blurred my eyes. You waited expectantly for him to begin, pushing the limits of this strained silence. He raised his hand, but you remained still, unrelenting in your every action. I couldn't help. The clock struck four. My heart was bursting out of my chest as I watched you throw your mortarboard into the air. I knew then that your feet could handle the heat, and the desert was nothing but another hurdle to cross. Your desired horizon was within your grasp, and I could no longer bring you there. That brief glimpse of a smile that I had not seen in a while was enough for me, even if it was not directed my way. Five, six, seven. The clock struck eight. Our calls were getting shorter. Your work was demanding a lot from you. But when the sky was your goal, I understand. Yes, no, mm mm-hmm, maybe, see you. Love you, I have to go now. Please take care. One tone was all you had left for me, and even then, I cherished the moments we spoke, and I longed for more. That voice still could leave me in tears after all these years, but your father is no longer laughing. 11. I hoped you had found your horizon and kept the sun safe in your possession. I hoped you'd tell me one day how those clouds taste, or whether any pearls were below that oyster. I hoped your eyes remained clear towards the middle path, and your heart and mind were worth their weight in gold. The marks across my abdomen were the only reminder that you were once a part of me, and I was once a part of you. My heart will still always belong to you, but my day is up. The clock struck midnight.